is thundering. It is, it is, there's so lightning. I am scared of lightning. It is hailstones. Oh, that hurts my face. <laughs> we are slipping everywhere. Here's a bit of animals. Slipping everywhere. That is hurtful hail. Alison Spittle is a young comedian from Ballymore in Westmeath. Wow. I meet her after a gig on the Keys in Dublin. I've put on so much weight lately that my coat doesn't close properly. So it's going on my cleavage. You know, something may distract you. You may look above at the hill and there may be a deer on the horizon. Or maybe you might in the IRA wear jeans but camouflage everywhere else. You know? you got to think of some poor, like, British soldiers looking upon the Shreve Blue Mountains going, I feel mate, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> All I can see is some Levites going across the sky like birds. It's like they're giving us LSD again, mate. They did. You Google it. I don't know, it's like some sort of need. Need to be liked. And some sort of primal kind of, like, urge to make people laugh and feel validated. And, you know, it's... And it's... I don't know, I'm a sucker for self-punishment. I just... I like it. I like. I like this. This is me being creative in a way, because my normal way of getting people to like me is by making them laugh. So why not do it with thirty or forty people? They're a pain to be- laugh. I, I honestly don't know why I do it. Basically, I'm half English and I'm also half traveller, um, which is kind of difficult because um, you're kind of the enemy of every Irish person alive, you know. <laughs> I've always wanted to stop saying that. Always wanted to stop saying that first sentence. But always, like, looked at the audience and go, oh, go out with it again, that same old crap, and kind of ties me down in a way. I mean, you can either be tarmac in their drive or offering them soup. They're really scared, but have both. It's grand. I can tarmac your drive with soup, if you like, and then convert you to Protestantism. And then give you a bailout. <laughs> <laughs> Do your family support you doing this, or what do your family think of you doing it? Um, I tell them as little as possible about doing it, because I kind of feel ashamed in a way because I make fun of them. Because my granddad um, normally brings back his transit van with so many lovely little gifts back to his house, like, you know, he could bring back a pool table, or he could bring back a hot tub or anything, but mostly it's Jack Russell's that he brings back to the house. Uh-huh. Which is great crack, I tell you. You give them a wash in the hot tub, they have a great time. <laughs> it's like a George Michael video. You know, all the time I kind of feel like I'm stabbing them in the back somehow. Because they're a very proud, very proud bunch of people. And they care a lot of what other people think. I mean, I don't really care what people think. I think my family are fantastic. And uh, I really do. They're... They're the people I want to hang around with mostly. They're just brilliant. And they... I, I change my routine if they come. She's an alcoholic. But uh, not the bad type of alcoholic, you know, that kind of, like, ruins lives. Just the, the type, type of alcoholic that sits in a corner, drinks all around her and just sings some Joe Dolan songs occasionally. Spray crack. People laugh. People like to put people in boxes. And it's good to be in two very different boxes. You know, it's like a, it's like an awful sitcom, really. You know, there's a very clean guy and a very messy guy. What happens when they come together? You know, as one. 
So it's just an easy kind of step to start off on. Where's this bus up? Well, these are in part of So we made the bus, Alison. We did, yeah. We're just coming out of Dublin now. No, this is kind of like a journey I make all the time. It's always the 11 o'clock to Mullingar bus. I always ring up my uncle about 10 o'clock and go, hey, can I stay at your house tonight? Yeah, no problem, you know. I have two places I can stay in Mullingar. So <laughs> I actually, I was just thinking about it. I have three places I can stay in Galway, if I ever get stuck in Galway. A place I can stay in Limerick, a place I can stay in Cork, a place I can go six places along here that I can stay in Dublin. One place in Ratline. English hearts I'm made of There is no one on earth I'm afraid of And no regime can buy or sell me Born in England up until four I've been dreaming of to Germany then for a year. My dad's a builder and basically we went wherever the building was, you know. Um, apparently times were bad in the early 90s in England. <laughs> My granddad hates Maggie Thatcher, so <laughs> I presume it was. Um, so we just went wherever the work was and eventually we ended up in Ireland and I was used to being brought up in cities and places where I was the only white girl in my class in England. I went to a multi-denominational school and then I ended up in a village outside Munangar. I was like, as a kid, where are all the black people? You know? You were the only white girl in your school. I was the only white girl in my school in London, you know? And I used to, my best friend was Jockey and she was from Africa and uh, another friend called Selena and she was Chinese and it was, you know, the Indian mothers used to come to the school and we never, we celebrated all festivals of all religions, so I was like, oh, right, so when do you guys celebrate Diwali in Ireland? And they were like, what? You know, Festival of Lights and all that jazz. It's great crack. And uh, everyone was white and Catholic, and I was like, Jesus Christ. My, my grandma, she's dead now. She was, she's the woman that I've always wanted to be, but she always... Why like, do you say that? Because she's amazing in every way. She's one of these modern women that worked, you know, and have kids at the same time and really believed in you could do anything you like, Alison. She she used to, like, give me prospectuses on potential universities when I was 13 and go, yeah, this looks good, you know. You want to, and I always go to Grandma, I want to be an actress, though, or, you know. And she put me into this stage school, you know, for a week, and it cost her a lot of money. And she she always seemed to be... Like, I'd live in the council estate, but I know for two weeks of my life that I'd be going over to my grandma and money would not be an issue. You know, money was always an issue. I learned maths very quickly and I learned what Tesco own brand was when I went to the shop, you know, Homestead. I knew my brands, like, as a kid, I always stuck to the cloth, but as soon as I went to grandma's, like, you could forget everything about the world. She was there and she was there to hold you and to tell you that you're brilliant and you'll do anything you like and in Ireland you can't be told you're brilliant you have to keep your head down and don't excel at anything and I 
I really love people and I hate people at the same time. It's a weird kind of relationship. I've been dreaming of a time when the English are sick to death of labour and I love talking to people. I love to I mean the amount of people I talk to on this bus alone, like it's crazy. I talked to a hedge funder there last week. Did you? Who else did you talk to? Uh, I talked to a woman that wanted to see my family and to see if they were good people because she could tell by photographs. And she's this big vendetta against the Catholic Church. I was like, oh, we're getting into conspiracy theories here, do you know? I met another guy that was in the army and uh, and got, got out on leave and stuff. And he was a bit of a psychopath. He kept telling me about his ex-wife, and I was like, right, okay. Then started rubbing my knee. I was like, oh, great, uh, here's my stop by. And would you yeah. sit in beside them and chat to them, or would they sit beside you? I normally kind of get talking to people while waiting for the bus stop, and then we kind of sit together. Do you know what I mean? I never get out, like, I never force myself on people or anything like that, but you can sometimes see off people that some people want to talk, and you're like, hey, how are you? Talk about the weather, and then, I mean, the best place is on a boat. The amount of times, because my dad lives in England, I'm always on the boat going over to him, bringing over my sisters, because I'm over 18, you know. And uh, I remember from my leaving cert, I met a girl that uh, did a degree in Irish, and I didn't study at all for my Irish at all. And I had the oral the next day, and she taught me all the little uh, tricks of the trade, like how to pass, and I passed it, like I was delighted. There's so many different people. And come here, what'll happen? Where'll you go when you head back to Mullingar? That's it for the evening. Yeah, well, I'm going to try and get some sleep on this little uh, bus here and then get kicked out probably at the train station. Walk to me uncle's house, go into the back door and sleep in beside my little cousin Ella. Wake up in the morning and then go to work. And that's the plan. That's kind of like my routine every and, week. And that's your evening up in Dublin and back down? Yeah, and I never spend a penny up in Dublin. I swear to God. Never spend a penny. Never. That sounds a bit wrong, doesn't it? But, like, money-wise, no. Never spend a penny. Always always sit down, tap water, ketchup is free, everything is good. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.